Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast, where we speak with inspiring entrepreneurs and brand leaders who are building and rocking their brands. And today we have a special guest, Dr. Tommy D'Andrea. Dr. Tommy D'Andrea is the founder and CEO of Mammoth Pain and Rehabilitation, a system of multidisciplinary wellness and rehabilitation centers in New Jersey. As leaders in a progressive movement in the field of pain management, Mammoth Pain and Rehabilitation is a group of physicians, physical therapists, chiropractors, and acupuncturists working together to offer patients the most comprehensive, well-rounded, and successful plans of pain management imaginable. Uh, What started in 1998 as a one-room chiropractic office in Red Bank has developed into a multi-facility organization providing care for thousands of patients. So welcome to the podcast. Dr. Tommy. Thank you, Carrie. Great to be here. (laughs) So happy to have you. So I've heard about you for um, a while from different people. Oh, yeah, I know Tommy. He's amazing. This and that. So so, this is actually the first time we're meeting. Yeah. So this is awesome. We already have the Italian connection. We we do. (laughs) Speaking Italian. So I would love to hear a a little bit about your background and how you got to having these, you know, four locations and just how you built this brand from uh, in 1998 from a, what was it, 10 by 10? 10 by 10 space. Space into you know, four booming locations. So sure. How'd you, what, what, was, what did your journey well, look like? I, I'll start back in the 70s. If okay. okay. But I'll make it real quick. Okay. Um, I was a product of the child of the 70s and 80s and uh, went a very sort of middle class, lower middle class family where it's classic. When you were sick, you'd go to the doctor and you get an antibiotic. And I was drugged up over and over again because I happened to be a real sick kid. Uh, Lots of allergies, lots of infections. It just wasn't that super healthy of a kid. Turned about 15 or 16 and one of my good friends said, hey, why don't you come to my chiropractor? You're you're always sick. You're always missing school. Why don't you come to my chiropractor? So I went with her to the chiropractor and he sat me down, talked to me about holistic wellness, talked to me about how your body can heal itself from the inside out, that mm. medicine's not the answer in most of the time, certainly not the the healthy choice. I started seeing the chiropractor, started to change my life. Mm. I start, I got healthier, I became stronger, and I knew at that point that I was going to, to do this for my life. And so my big message has become over the years to inspire others, to educate them. Yes, we help people get out of pain naturally. We're really good at that. But more than that, I want to help people become more aware of their own bodies, their own um, mind, body, spirit to help them live a better life. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. So um, so you started living this um, and then you went to college. Did you know that? Did you immediately I, get I, into this in I, college? No, I went to Rutgers. I'm okay. a Jersey boy through and through. Yep. So uh-huh. I went to Rutgers and at, at Rutgers, I studied philosophy, Okay. philosophy, biology, and psychology. And so I have a degree in philosophy and that's sort of that, that deeper sort of east-west ex- exploration on, on the meaning of things really, really kind of got me going. And, and that's where I, I connected the dots. By my junior year, I, I said to myself, okay, I, I could go the, the medical doctor route 
mm, I don't really want to do that. I want to, mm. I want to take that more holistic route. And I liked what chiropractic offered. So I went to school, my doctorate at Life University and mm-hmm. down in Georgia. Okay. And came back to Jersey because it always, you always come back. Yep. We always, come, always back. come back. I said and I would never come back. But that's <laughs> what I said. And yeah, here I am. Here I am. So, <laughs> so rolled into Red Bank in like yeah. the mid nineties okay. and said, oh, this is the spot to locate mm-hmm. now. This is the a really great, it was a, just, it was just coming up. It was mm-hmm. in that resurgence period and, and opened up in downtown and rented out a small space. Like you said, yeah. the small 10 by 10 space and really just went at it with, with, with the passion, mm-hmm. with the fire to, to educate people, to make them more aware, to help them live a better, healthier life. Mm-hmm. Now, was it called Mammoth Pain at that time? It or? wasn't. Okay. I don't I don't even think I had a name. It was okay. more like I was just like so fired up. I yeah, just kind of showed like, up and ran yes. around and uh, connected with everybody in town. And every yep. day I was just walking in and out of ref- restaurants and, and taking care of my community, sure. uh, building relationships with my community, spending money locally. And in turn, I'm like, hey, by the way, you guys, if, if you want to come in for a chiropractic visit, yeah. come see what it's all about. Come and visit me. Yep. And so that's what I did. And it, yeah. and it just within a few months, I just sort of blew up. Wow. I, I was, I'm like, oh my God, I, within four or five months, I need, needed to get out of that 10 by 10 space. Yeah. And so around the other side of the building, I rented a like 900 square foot space mm-hmm. and I was in there for a few years and then it just sort of snowballed from there. And you did it organically. And you also had like a network here growing up here, right? Where did you go to? I did not. Oh, no, I grew up in, in, in Morris County. Morris so County. Oh, so you were also completely new around here. New. So that's... So it was all about just wow, talking to people, educating people. And... Doing, absolutely. It was yeah. like, roll up your sleeves. Yep. Talk to people, connect with people, mm-hmm. be authentic, be yep. real. Yeah, um, you're, you're, you're selling, but you're not selling. Yes, you know, you're, yeah. be, you're being true and authentic, and yep. you're, you're passionate, and that's that's magnetic. Yes, people exactly people respond to that. Like, oh wow, this this dude's really excited about something. What is, <laughs> exactly. he, what is he? What does he have to offer? Well, that's how you attract. I always say, you know, you attract your fans. You know, by um, by your passion, and people just they see they see you know it um, clear as day. So then you moved into the uh, the nine hundred square foot space? yes nine hundred okay. square foot and space, and, and and all along the way, my thought process was low overhead, low overhead. I had, yes. I had, had came into town, yep. no money and no people. Yeah. Like I didn't know. And so how do you do it? You, yeah. You, you, I recommend this to entrepreneurs all the time is keep the overhead super low. Yeah. Don't stress yourself out, strap yourself because that's when you start to, the, the struggle, the stress inside. Now you start to extend your, overextend yourself. Now you're not being authentic. Yeah. Now you're not being true. Now, now you're yep. like, oh my God, I, I have to, I have to get this business and I got, and that's not the way you, you want to do it. Yeah. You, gotta, you want to stay organic. Yes. You want to keep it real. And yep. so I kept the overhead super, super low. I really didn't spend any money on marketing for years. Wow. Many, many, many years. It wow. was just me running around talking to people, yep. doing talks, communicating with people. Okay. And the opportunity I had to go speak at a school or speak at a PBA event mm-hmm. or get involved in different associations and support groups. I'm here to talk and here to, sh- to share a message. Wow. And what, did, did you bring on any partners at any point or just other I, practitioners? I, I just, okay. just supporting staff and yes. kind of kept it, kept it, again, light. And okay. We're, a lot of work. You know, it's like one of those yes. things where – I'm not shy of hard work. Yeah. I, that was my influence from my father, three jobs and supporting a family. Yes. It's like, okay, I, I get it. That's okay. what you do. Yeah. So, yep. it, so hard work to me is the, so I had no issue really working really hard working. and spending long hours and doing whatever it took Yeah. To, to, to achieve those goals that I set for myself. 
think it's a Jersey thing. I felt like I had three jobs, in, like when I was like 15 or so, you know, I don't know. Everyone just work, goes to work or is yeah, it just, it, is it different it, now I, I don't know. or was I, it then? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I'd like to think it's a Jersey <laughs> thing because I certainly have that Jersey pride. Yeah. I, like, I love it here. I love the New Jersey people. Yeah. And I, they're just, I, I don't know. I, I love people that, and, and that's too, people that come to my office. I, mm-hmm. I, I look at them like, Dude, you've been working so hard. Yeah. You give yourself a break. Lay down on the table. Let me work yes. on, let me work on you. Yep. Let's, let's get you feeling better. Let's get you doing what you need yeah. to do. And at that time, was it mostly word of mouth? So you did, said you didn't do a lot of marketing dollars. And of course, back then there was the social media craze, you know, hadn't hit. So was it, did you do any print ads or any, or no. just word of, was it, was it basically word, word of mouth? It was all word of mouth. That's the best. I mean. <laughs> it, it was, it was all word of mouth for my yeah. first like 10 years. Yeah. yeah that That's really it. Okay. But it was my mouth was big though too. Yeah. Like I knew I had one of my mentors say to me <laughs> that if you want to be successful, you have to be like a Baptist minister, preacher, person. Mm. You have to have that persona. Yes. Coupled with your expert care, what you're providing, be really good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you have to have that sort of persona. You need to put yes. that on. And and even if you're not, then assume that role. Assume yeah. that character. That's that's your marketing. It is. Your marketing is you. So Absolutely. I would roll in to these different things. And I'm like, yep. I remember once I was invited to speak on a panel at the MS Society in New Jersey. And I, and you know, I'm like 30 years old yeah. and I'm on this panel as like a, a holistic voice they wanted to have. So I'm, I'm sitting on this panel and there's these like pretty well renowned medical doctors, like five of them and me. And I'm this chiropractor that's oh. completely insecure. And I said to myself, you know what? The only way this is going to work mm-hmm. for me here today yeah. is if I'm not insecure. I, yes. I get myself bigger than life. Pump up, yep. And, and I showed up and I'm like, all right, guys. <laughs> and and then that's, that's, yeah. that's, so I, that, that's what I recommend to people. That's amazing. Well, I know it's also um, now, of course, it's like personal branding. But, um, you know, when there's a face of a brand, I always tell people like already that sets you apart. You know, like if you're you're a chiropractor, there's so many out there. So what sets you apart? But it's really if you're the face of the brand, you're already your own personality, your own authentic self. And uh, it, it definitely attracts people. And there's so many avenues to, to do speaking engagements and, you know, talk on behalf half of your, you know, your brand. So, um, so you knew that early on and it was natural to you. Yeah. And, and I, w- I wanted to be able to add value. I don't, yeah. don't want to show up someplace and waste anybody's time mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's always something that kind of itches within me. Mm-hmm. That I, if I'm showing up, I'm, I'm going to add value. Yes. What, what, do, what, what am I going to provide you with here? How are you going to walk away with opportunities to become a better person. Mm, I love that. No, I think that's awesome. So you had, so now the 900 square foot space, then when did you grow from there? I like it. You're, stay, you're <laughs> staying like, on track. I'm like, I'm I, following. I'm, I'm like, I I'm keep drinking saying, this amazing coffee right now. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like all over the place. I'm all excited. I'm like, cinnamon, talking, vanilla, cinnamon, vanilla. I'm just Cold my brew. first day with it. From I'm Rook. still like this from my, my uh, cup yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, I got the idea I was referring out a lot mm-hmm. for other practitioners. I was referring out for uh, physical therapy, okay. for acupuncture. And I said, you know, why, why am I referring out? Why don't I bring it together? Because people, I, well, first from a business angle, mm. like there's opportunity there. Why am I referring out, giving someone else more business? Yeah. And then the other part to it was sometimes I would refer out and the person would receive a different message from that practitioner that I referred oh. to. Mm. And and so there was that lack of uh, continuity in, yeah. in their care would create confusion for the patient and mm-hmm. then the outcomes weren't as strong. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd actually lose a patient 
because they said, oh, you don't need that chiropractor anymore. I'm like, whoa, dude, hey, I just referred to you. <laughs> yeah, and now I you're know. saying, you know, so it got a little weird. And I, so I thought about it and I said, you yeah. know what, I can, I can model this. I, let's, sure. let's bring it all together into one roof mm-hmm. and, and let's do it, though, not for money. Let's do it the right way. Let's do it out of um, a collaborative effort. Let's create where the, the outcomes are going to be better for that patient. And so I figured out a way to do it where I did it really all in an open space. Mm-hmm. So the physical therapists and chiropractors working like side by side, literally in the room together. Wow. Acupuncture sometimes out in the open as well, but oftentimes uh, behind closed doors, still adjacent to the main treatment floor. Every day and our model to this day is the chiropractors, the acupuncturists, the physical therapists and the medical doctors, any patient that we're seeing in that day, we're, we all sit down together and talk about every single patient yeah. that's coming in through the door. So that's a unique piece that mm. I know many of my competitors, if, if I don't know if any of them do that quite that, that, that level of collaboration, mm. of true collaboration. Mm-hmm. So we expanded again from that 900 square foot space. I sort of Busted out of the seams. I took additional space to the left of me, to the right of me. Within a couple of years, maybe 10 years in, I was now at about 3,000 square feet. And I stayed there for a couple more years. So 15 years in practice is when I finally said, okay, let's scale this thing. Yeah. It's, it's time to it's time to grow. It's time to scale. I got I don't want to say bored. Yes, but, but I you but I've, had it. It was a well oiled machine. Yeah, and I'm like, what's ready. next? Yes, what's next? Yep. And, and so that's when I scaled it. That's when okay. I said, let's do this. And I knew to scale it, I needed more help. This was mm. out of my wheelhouse. This mm. wasn't what I knew, what I was mm-hmm. familiar with. So I read a lot of books, talked yep. to a lot of people, and that, that the other thing that I do too is um. I'm not afraid to ask questions. I'm not, mm. ask, I'm not afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. So I asked a lot of resources and patients that I've known over the years and a lot of really successful people yeah. and I'd say, hey, can, can I have a question for you? Can, can I take you out for a cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. and talk about this? And um, within a short time, I had a, I had a team behind me that were awesome. there to support me and, and really establish a set of core values. I, I knew I needed a clear structure mm-hmm. to, to scale it. I knew when, once you change... From when you go from one to two, that's a infant. That's a big. That's a big jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I I knew I needed systems, people, and ultimately, what's gonna, what was the glue that held us together is what um it was coined somewhere along the way in the business world. Yes. Uh, core values, mm-hmm. and so I just really identified who I was, what we were, what the culture is and was, and once we locked that in, I felt it made it easy for us to scale. Mm-hmm. And so we invested in internally into the team to get that, you know, working. Yeah. Um, as well. Uh, and then you decided to open up the different locations or which one was the then first? Then we opened up Wall. Wall, okay. That was 2015. Okay. All right. So 2015, we opened up Wall and it, it's a beautiful space. We opened it up and it's really, it was the same footprint, so to speak, the same layout as the Red Bank Clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we had the model down and we opened it and it, it, Blew up. It, awesome. It's very similar to, to Red Bank. We, got, mm-hmm. we just got very busy, very quickly, very successful with that. And yeah. so I said, okay, cool. Let's just keep doing this. Keep the, we're having fun. We're yep, having, we were all model. having fun now. Stressful, yes. Mm. And like, wow, yeah. what, what, what am I doing here? And, and by the way, I, I never took a business class in my yeah. life. And so I was like, okay, how am I? What am I? What am I doing? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. Good supporting team is all working out. People are getting better. Um, revenues coming in, profitability strong. Okay, let's let's keep going, and so we just kept going with it. Mm-hmm. So now we're up to five clinics. We just made it. We just had another yeah. acquisition, and so now we're 
five clinics and thank you Monmouth and Ocean County and having fun doing it. Awesome. That's so great. That's so exciting. Do you look back, like, did you think you would open up multiple locations back in the day? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> you just thought like, Red Bank, this is it. Red like, Bank, I'll be here forever. Red Bank. Like, I, I never thought I'd be able to even have them like, manage an employee. <clears throat> yeah, and, yeah. And, like, now that's there's amazing. there's like 70 people that, oh, that I employ. That's like, awesome. Crazy. Wow. Congratulations. That's really, really exciting. Um, and so my next question is, you know, what what is the best thing? What are the pros and cons about, you know, owning your own business? The freedom, the freedom, the the, 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 freedom, the, the, the pro, the biggest pro to me is uh, the, the, the freedom of expression. I, f- I feel like you can become, I, I don't know how to paint. I don't know how to uh, play guitar. I don't know. It's, I, where's my artistic expression? It, it's, it's in being an entre- entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's being able to, to say, okay, here's what I see. Here's my vision. And then let, let's create and be able to make the decisions and take that responsibility to, to fail, to crash and burn, make mistakes, and then to also thrive and, and excel and succeed. Mm-hmm. So that's the big pro, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. And any cons? I know with any... <laughs> it's it's, it's like... Retail, you know, brick you know, and mortar. I would say the uh, <laughs> at 2 a.m. Yes. most of the time when I'm, I'm yes. up like... My eyes like, okay, yes. what am I going to do with this problem? And what am I going to do with that problem? So the, I'd say the, yes. the biggest challenge, the out. biggest ne- con is is that it's 24-7. And yeah. there's never there's yes. never PTO for me. Mm-hmm. There's never paid time off for me. Yes. It's, it's yeah. always, always something that you're I thinking know. about. There's always um, an issue, mm-hmm. a challenge to deal with. And mm-hmm. it's a really about managing that within yes. myself. Yeah. And problem solving and putting out fires. Yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> Memories are coming back from my brick and mortar. My, I had a 5,000 square foot place space in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, but just, you know, just all the little things that used to happen, you know, you just are like, oh my God, you know, every day there's something, but it was worth it, you know, in the end, it all, all the pros outweigh. Yeah. The the pros, the the pros outweigh. Yes. Yes. So that's, uh, I wouldn't keep doing this and I wouldn't be smiling. Exactly. And And then when you're so excited about something, it's like, it's all, um, you know, you want to do and you, you get, um, you know, so excited about it. Um, so now with the, you know, social media and marketing, is there any marketing that has changed for your brand? Yeah. Or evolved? Well, what I started space? to do to, to really, um, secure the, the, the scaling is, as I did start investing in, mm-hmm. in, in marketing and, in, in, in dollars spent in, uh, did a, a, a good amount with print. Mm-hmm. A lot of our people, a lot of, um, maybe, well, about half of our patients are the older population, mm-hmm. and so they do actually read newspapers. Mm-hmm. And so we do see a lot of people through our print advertising, uh, if, if you want that population, which mm-hmm. we do because we do a good job at helping people at, with arthritis and issues mm-hmm. of that nature. So that, that's that been very successful for us over the years. Um, so that that's a, a, a big one. Uh, keeping up with social media, with the digital world, keeping up has been has been a challenge. Mm. It's moving at, at light speed. The algorithms change so much. We were on, like when in 2006 or seven, we really put energy and emphasis into our website and we, we, we owned it. We owned page one on everything. Mm. Like the first five listings, we had all organic writing at the time. We had hundreds of pages of just lots of writing, just good education, formative. We were trying to kind of mm. being like a web MD Mm-hmm. for Monmouth County cool. and it really paid off. Google yeah. loved that back in the day. Mm. And so we were all over the place. 
now with increased competition yeah. and and the changing algorithms, yeah, now we we struggle. So we had to re, yeah. we had to constantly have to having to reinvent mm-hmm. and to stay keep up yes. in the digital world. And, yeah. and still to this day, I, I don't know where it is, and I didn't wherever it is. Even if I did know today, yes. tomorrow it may change. It changes, yeah, every day. So I always want I always ask because some people outsource, some people have someone internal. Is it like a certain group of people who handle, or you still have a marketing? Team we we had a marketing outsource. team, and uh, recently, within the last six months, I've transitioned it to outsourcing. Outsourcing, okay. Yeah, so we just couldn't keep like, up. The in, in, yeah, it's a, we couldn't yeah. keep up internally. It's a full time uh, thing. So I think that's uh, it's interesting because for a lot of companies, and and I think you're smart too, of course, knowing who your target market is, and then really, you know, advertising and marketing to where to them to where they're where yeah. they are. Yeah. So, to, so, so the print that works for that. And so that's yep. our, and, and, and those people are awesome. Like that older yes. population, they come in, they, they, they're in pain. And uh, a lot of times the medical doctors have been just giving them prescription medications mm-hmm. and they're like, Hey, I'm not getting any better. And mm. they come to us and they get better because of our expert care and the, the style of care and what yeah. we do and how we do it. And they, and with the, the five-star service that we provide, it, it, they love it. And they, they so they, they come in and they stay then the other half of our population is our, our athletes, our, our uh, families, our, mm-hmm. our moms that are trying to stay fit. Our uh, So that whole population and to keep up with them and to stay connected to them, mm-hmm. that, that has a lot more to do with public speaking, mm-hmm. events, getting getting out there in the community, yeah. connecting with them. And mm-hmm. that, that's my avenue there. Awesome. And then, of course, the, the digital world. and Because yes. they, they, they're Googling and they're seeing what's on Instagram and yes. Facebook and whatever else. Yeah. So that's interesting because you do have different market, different uh, demographics yes. you know, as far as your your target audience. Um, and, uh, oh, I also read, I guess it was in the Asbury Park Press, they said um, – People refer to it as like a coffee shop, your community that, you know, when people come to your space, like they want to hang out in the waiting room and you have David Bowie blessing and yeah. James Brown. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. a, we, we, we want it to feel like a party. Mm-hmm. You want to come to a, that stuffy medical yeah. office. And so it that's not our vibe at all. You're coming yeah. in. It's uh, one, some, one of our patients described it as he's like, it's, a, it's like a technical, a technologically advanced shamanic lodge. <laughs> I'm like that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So because yeah, we have yeah. la- we have lasers and vibra- whole body vibration therapy uh-huh. and all these great practitioners, yet yes, if it, it's it's a, it, you walk in and you feel like it's a party, yeah. the party that you want to be at. Sure. It's like oh hey, you walk in and remember Cheers yes. when Norm would walk into yeah. the bar and Norm, that I want that and that's yes. how I train my team. Like hey guys, everybody that walks in is Norm. They yes. walk in, it's like, like no, hey, no matter what you're doing, it's I not rude to interrupt that. your treatment, yes. to shout out that patient's name when they walk in. That's amazing. So that's part of the vibe. And, and it's an authentic wow. vibe. Yes. It is. And, and that's that. Yes. having the right people around me sure. that provide that experience to the patients. Absolutely. I bet they really look forward to coming. I mean, it's just, especially like now finding community, everyone's online. So to have like that human interaction and see, you know, hang out with other people and um, while you're getting um, healing and, and doing great things for your health is uh is awesome so how do you um find your inspiration especially being at the top you know i know you're like overseeing everything so um i, I don't know how do you find your inspiration on a day-to-day basis to that, really see that great, vision that's and, a great question carrie the the inspiration is in the moment with each patient um i will walk in now now i'm not treating as much as i am managing but I'm still on the treatment floors. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around, hey, how you doing? Like this morning, I was talking to a person, Beth. Beth, how are you? 
oh, hey, doc, <laughs> I'm doing great. You know what? You guys are just awesome. And I'm like, how, well, how, tell me about the, how, how you doing with the leg. How you doing with that sciatic pain? You know, it's almost all gone at this point, and you guys are just the best. I've, <laughs> I've just, I got my. So it's those that oh, that kind of inspiration right yes. there, and doing this now for twenty one years. Oh. I'm as excited today as I was twenty one years oh, ago. Because how could how does yeah. that not feel? I feel Amazing. so fortunate to yeah. have someone share that with me this morning sure. and and every day. So yeah. that's my inspiration. That's so cool. I'm just thinking of the thousands of people you've helped. I mean, throughout the years, like that must be, um, you know, it's, it's very rewarding. Really, really fulfilling. All right. So I have my, you know, normal, um, uh, what's the word? The uh, question I always ask of where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, cliche. That was my word. <laughs> the cliche question. Like, do you want to open two more a year? Are you good at five or you just don't know? <laughs> I, just don't. I, I, I just, I'm rolling with it. I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the wave going. right now. Yep. Um, but I do, but I do see, I'm, I want to keep doing this so long as it's fun mm. and, and, and so long as I'm enjoying it where I feel yes. like I'm still making a contribution. Yeah. Um, my, my, like the, the deep, the, the philosophy, the philosopher in me says, what, what am I really doing with myself and mm -hmm. what, what is, what is life all about? And it's, um, being aware, number one, being aware of who I am, what I am, my surroundings, um, that self cultivation idea that I'm growing mm -hmm. and then service to others. Mm. So long as I'm doing those things, I don't, I don't want to be out like just off on a mountain somewhere as much as I love hiking and climbing mm -hmm. and do whatever. I, yeah, I go on vacations there. But day yeah. to day, yes. I'm, I'm, I love people. I love interacting with mm -hmm. people. I love those relationships and building those. And if I can provide a service to help people, again, be more aware of who they are, what they are, and help them live a better life, then, then that's not only going to keep in, inspiring me, but I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing to grow the business to accommodate that and to serve that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, um, no, makes, makes total sense. And I see that, you know, you're such a great, um, speaker and you're doing, you know, as the face of the brand, there are so many opportunities to get out there. Do you see yourself speaking more or writing a book or any other, I, I, you know, that's, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, like branding Dr. Well, Tommy. <laughs> well, and, and thank you for that compliment of being a, a, yeah. a good speaker. And let me just go back to, because it's just from, in your audience, I, these budding entrepreneurs and yeah. people that, that really, I, I appreciate you saying I'm a good speaker and maybe mm -hmm. I am, maybe I'm not. One of the things I, what I'm, I'm sure that I wasn't when I started was a good speaker. I was nervous and shaky mm -hmm. and I couldn't, I couldn't move a message at all. And standing in front of an audience just made me freak out mm -hmm. any group, even a group of three or four or five people. And I said, look, if I, if I'm going to make this happen, if I'm going to be successful, yeah. I got to get over myself. Yeah. So, I would practice in the mirror speaking. Oh, I would I would look at, and, and just go and and I would video myself. I would critique myself. No ums, no likes, no um, stop. You know, yeah, yeah uh, you know, and and, and that's so hard. and yeah. it's fine. And you know, they slip out. Yes. They, 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 they you know slip out. That's oh, my thing. Is yes. you, you, know, you, you know, you know, you know. And, and so that is what yeah. I really worked at. And I think public speaking is the key to any mm. an entrepreneur. It's being able yeah. to speak, being able to speak in front of an audience or one-on-one -on -one or yes. whatever. The, the, you have to be able to communicate your message. Mm -hmm. Some can do it through music. Some can do yeah. it through writing and, and whatever else it may be there. But for the most part, I feel like an entrepreneur, 
needs to learn how to communicate, share what their vision is. Yeah. And I think it's such an amazing extension of the brand. And, you know, I talked to a lot of clients too, and it's, I'm like, are you comfortable being out there? Because I, you know, as the face of the brand, of course you could put the product out there, but there's so many PR opportunities and partnerships and things to um, promote your brand via speaking and um, different engagements and getting yourself out there and really, you know, making that connection uh, with people. And I know you do it within your business, but just reaching more people on a larger scale like we're doing today so yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, and like and i love i love getting in front of any size audience yeah, so yeah. just give me an audience oh, give me an audience fantastic. give me a message what what do you what do you, what do you want the me- what, what do you want them to know yes and, how, yep. and i'm honored to be able to that you think i can provide that to yeah. them and i'm going to work really hard prepare myself and deliver and i know you're big too on continuing education and always being on the cutting edge yes what's uh, going on for for me and for my team and that's something we pride ourselves in again that's a bit of a a fallback i think mm-hmm. successful businesses if if you have that that continuing education if you're at top of your game whatever that field may be just keep studying keep striving what's what's new out there what mm-hmm. learn it grow it, and own it own it and then if you have that as your basis I and mean, how could you really go wrong yeah just and having that curiosity, right, to learn and just that um, passion. No, that's awesome. Um, and so, of course, there are so many um, entrepreneurs who um, listen to the podcast. And I always ask, is there any advice that you might give to someone starting out? You already tackled the start with the low overhead, which I think is fantastic advice. Yeah. And, <laughs> and grow and, organically, and I, and, I think. And I don't like. I should have heard that back when I started my 5,000 square foot play space. <laughs> in, I don't want to tell in, you my overhead in, in per month. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I slept, but anyway. Right, you're kind of <laughs> like, right? That hangs over you. Oh my God, yeah. And yeah. the other, a couple of pieces on that, low overhead. Yeah. Um, not extend, not overextending yourself. Uh, bank loans, I, I tried to do, I tried to avoid that for as long as I could. Mm-hmm. And only grow and I, 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 and I get it. I get the idea yeah. of, of a loan and, and partnering up with a bank, so to speak, so that they can help you scale and grow. But that takes on so much risk. Yeah. If you can do it, keep it, keep it low overhead, muscle through that, that mm-hmm. initial growth stage. Yeah. That's a big one. The other thing is I think um, really check yourself in as an entrepreneur. You're really excited about the idea, but are you really ready to, to put the, the work in? Mm. Do you have the grit? You know, there's the hard work the idea and there's the Jersey that, grit. The, the grit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that, that, which I define as um, the passion mm-hmm. and perseverance. Like, yeah. So you're going to work hard for a long time. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that? Are you yeah. willing to handle the highs and the seven. lows? Yep. And, and not a lot of people do. And those yes. that do, that the entrepreneurs that, that do have that grit, I respect them so much. Oh, and yeah. I'm always there to, to, to lend a hand yep. the same way so many have to me. I love yes. paying it forward. And yeah. Like being able to provide that kind of advice. So I, I love this forum mm-hmm. to, to share that, to, yeah. to keeping that, keeping the overhead low. Really checking yourself in to see if, if if you have what it takes. Are you just excited right now about an idea and is it going to be a different idea down the road? Mm-hmm. So really, really can, can you do it? Do you need to do it on your own? Mm-hmm. Can you work with someone else that's already doing something similar to you? Um, maybe it's a partnership. Maybe you're just simply working for that person. If, if, mm-hmm. that, if that works, maybe that's, mm-hmm. that's good enough for you to be able to express yourself. Really – Define what it is you're looking to accomplish. Mm. 
So yes. if it's a service, well, again, maybe you could provide that service within somebody else's organization mm -hmm. and business. Yeah, and like an then, entrepreneur, which is the trend well, now, which I, I've seen so many people be doing and creating these amazing little companies within bigger companies and having the, you know, the vision and the ability to just go for it. And I think so, you know, not to, I yeah. think that's a great point. Yeah, well. that, 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 that exactly mm -hmm. is, is, is my point there. So yeah. explore that. And, then, and if all that, you look at all those things and you yeah. say to yourself, Okay. Nope, nope, nope. I have this burning desire and passion to create this, to express this. That's the that artist. Mm -hmm. I think an art entrepreneur is an artist. They need yeah. to create. They need to express. That's when you know. Then mm. you just go for it. Yeah, you go yeah. for it. You keep your overhead low. Keep and you going. go for it. <laughs> you keep going, but it's not easy. The day to day, it's very different from like I have this great idea to like then running a staff and managing people and. You know, Judy didn't show up for work. You got to call Judy. Now what? Right. And then you got to do Judy. Like, I hate conflict. Oh, no. Well, one of the things that was the biggest challenge oh. with scaling yeah. um, was people, managing people. Yeah. And you're putting the systems in place. It sounds like, sounds great. It's a very yeah. linear concept of uh, systems. Mm -hmm. People are not linear. No. Yep. Being yeah. able to, to manage people. Um, I, we have a, there was a book, um, The Ideal Team Player. Mm -hmm. They did something you, you probably saw okay, in the airport yeah. along yes. the way, uh, the ideal team player. And in, in, in that book, the ideal team player, they talk about three things, which we now, which I always look for when I'm hiring someone. Hungry, humble, and smart. Mm. Are they hungry? At, yeah. at any level, like this is for any employee, any at any level, are they hungry, humble, smart? So hungry, do they have the, the fire, the drive, the passion? Are they focused? Are they humble? And that, if you want to be mm. part of a team, you have to have a certain level yeah. of humility. Yeah. And so that that piece yeah. it, it, it is overlooked oftentimes. And a team player, like, are they going to, maybe they're not feeling, maybe Judy's not feeling so well. Yeah. Judy. But if Judy's really <laughs> humble, Judy might just suck it up and yeah. show up for work. Yes. And, or, <laughs> exactly. or do her, do her best. And yes. that's that humility piece. And then yes, the, smart. the smart piece isn't necessarily intelligence, although it is yep. important for our um, practitioners mm -hmm. to have a, like I like having real smart yeah, practitioners, yeah. but I really mean the, I mean the emotional intelligence. Yes. You know what I mean? Right? Yes. That, yeah. That emo and you have that, that person who's hungry, they're yep. humble, they're smart. That's a really well-rounded totally. person and a person that's going to be, serve you well on your team. And also if they have skills that you don't have, you know, they're smart in different, different ways and they compliment you. I think it's just fine, you know, cause you can't do everything yourself. So finding those people who are smart and those, yeah, you I know, ways. I love the people on my team, which are most of them that are smart, smarter than yeah, me. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thanks you guys for being so smarter than me. You're like, thank you. No, that's, uh, that's amazing. I know I actually just hired an intern, like no experience, nothing. I'm just, she was hungry, humble and smart. And I'm, I, I'm like, I, I just love her, loved her as a person. I said, do you want to do this and she's like yeah and I was like yes like so excited jumped right in and I said that's the type of person I want to work with so um so I started thinking about that way of hiring um which is very smart so I'm going to write that down thank you that's <laughs> that's great You're advice welcome. um so of course since it's our brand groupies podcast we always ask you about your favorite bands I know David Bowie we mentioned is playing um personally do you have any favorite bands you listen to or artists when you're working yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Matthews. <laughs> uh -huh. A lot of Dave Matthews. Okay. Uh, that that David Bowie. Yeah. Um the the Dave Matthews thing and, and that that on Pandora. So anything yes. that builds kind of around that Dave Matthews mm -hmm. vibe is I really I really enjoy yes. that. Yeah. 
And then I get into them. I, I'm also a little bit of a hippie vibe in me, so okay. I like my I like my Grateful Dead. All right, I love that, it. I do I do enjoy the Grateful Dead. Awesome. And, and then bands like Dispatch, uh-huh. and some other yep. more obscure groups. Very but I, cool. I, I have an eclectic mix, and that with my children, I'm trying to get into rap, and yeah, and it's, it's going fairly okay. well. <laughs> I know the rap. I'm like, I miss that period. Like I was like, oh. but uh, um, but no, that's cool. Open right to any to mu- any music. I know yes. Dave's coming to the See Here Now Festival, so that'll be awesome. You know, yes. Asbury coming up, so I I love him as well. Um, and then we do the Brand Groupies Challenge. So if Mammoth Pain and Rehabilitation, um, you know, were to be a song. What song might it be? I would say <laughs> we're going to stick with the David Bowie vibe and uh-huh. say Under Pressure, Ooh. David Bowie and Queen. Ooh, that has so many, you know, it, angles to it. it yeah. To me, it's a it's a song of, of hope. Okay. And you see the pressure, which is, to me, life, stress. Yes. We're, we're, we're all faced with it. You yep. cannot avoid it. It's going to happen. We're yeah. all under a certain level of pressure and stress, mm-hmm. whether self-imposed or from, from the outside. And the way that song ends in the way it, it's such a positive inspirational song to me. yeah yeah that's great also the pressure you add in your practice you know like it's like all all yes. around and, and, and so the, the so as it applies to the business yes people come in prep to me pressures is manifested oftentimes as pain mm. and mm. to mm-hmm. be able to then help people out of that pain yeah to that and better place and yeah very cool. I don't have pain, but I want to go to Mama's Pain. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you know, I can't I'm talk like, about pain. Do I have to have pain to come? No, not at all. I mean, so many people come know, in for their I wellness know. visits, their maintenance yeah. visits. They okay. come in for their acupuncture okay. once a month. And they, they we have four different acupuncturists and out of the different awesome. locations. And the, we have all of these different chiropractors. And typically, if you're in pain, you're going to see the uh, – chiropractor, the acupuncturist, yep. the physical therapist, we'll figure it out. Okay. Once it's wellness based, it's yes. like, okay, well, what do you what do you sense your sure. body needs to keep you well? Got it. And got it. Oftentimes an adjustment every now and again sure. yeah. for alignment for your posture, Excellent. for your breathing. Yep. And then the acupuncture for yep. to just keep the the chi moving, keep mm-hmm. the energy moving through your body. Yep. I and, love and that, it. That's so yeah, we have a, a, so many people and so many families and so many kids that come yeah. in just preventatively. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I wanted to also plug your website. Mammothpain.com. Okay, mammothpain.com and and social and all of all of that. And we'll put it on our, you know, awesome. on our site. So thank you so much, um, Dr. Tommy, for being here. It's such you, a pleasure. Thank you, like Carrie. I'm so impressed with your business and brand and um, you know, you're rocking it. So. Well, thank you. And I yeah. love what you're doing and Aww. being able to reach out to the entrepreneurs yeah. and helping people grow. It's, it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks again. 